Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Don't Kill Yourself. So this past weekend, I got an opportunity um, to speak candidly and openly to a crowd of people about my story, Um, an event that was sponsored and put together by the church I attend and the groups that I attend. uh, It was a movie, and the movie is called Show Me the Father. It's in theaters currently. I would highly recommend it. And after the movie, I was asked just to share a little bit about my story and my relationship with my dad and the things that are going on in my life. So I got a recording of exactly how that went. It's uncut and it's just speaking of the heart. And I would like to play that for you and just let you get whatever you need out of it. And I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, you really want the mic, huh? Let's see. There we go. All right, James, come on. We're, we're going to close out with you. Uh, so what was your highlight watching this movie? And then I'm going to have you share your story a little bit. All right. uh, definitely a highlight um, for me was just the different verses that popped up. Um, being new to uh, Christ and his love for me, uh, seeing the different verses throughout the movie, um, really gave me moments of, it says that in there? Because <laughs> that applies to me. So uh, a lot of things I wrote down that I'll have to go back and check out. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, so for those of you who don't know James, uh, James, James's mom works at the church at Valley Baptist, which is wonderful. Uh, uh, your stepmom, sorry, your stepmom works at the church, and then, uh, and then, yeah, your your dad is a wonderful man. How we got it connected with with James is through it, through some stuff with his dad. But come on, tell us your story a little bit about your experience with an earthly dad. All right, man, you think God's going to prepare you, but uh, all right, my earthly father, um, who unfortunately isn't here tonight, uh, he's on vacation with my stepmom. Um, exactly where he needs to be. I got a photo right before this of him sitting on the beach with a young man sharing Jesus with him. So um, that gives you a little insight on my father. Um, I turned away from my father when I was 12 to 14 years old. He was was terrible. All he did was love Jesus and try to get me to love Jesus too. And um, I hated it. I really did. I hated every moment of it. I hated getting up and going to church on Sundays. Um, I didn't want that experience. I didn't want that for me. I was in high school, and so I made a decision through a divorce to um, spend my life with my mom and not spend time with my dad. Fast forward many years, I um, made a lot of mistakes, did a lot of things, um, ended up moving away to Washington, to Colorado, um, and never really had growing any kind of connection with my father, seeing him maybe during holidays, if I so choose. And... Um, through that, we ended up only having three-minute conversations at any given time, and it, it was always scripted to call each other and, hey, son, how you doing? I'm doing good, Dad. No matter what, that was always the answer. I'm doing good. he say, okay, and I'd say, how's the family? They're doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. All right, I'll talk to you next time. That was it. July of this year. July of this year, much like Franco, I, I met my end um, mentally. I had made a decision, even though I was living a great life, 
I had a great girlfriend, a house, was living in a beautiful place in Colorado, had two jobs, making a lot of money, great friends, but something wasn't enough for me. Early July, I made the decision late at night as I came into a dark home, which I find ironic because we're in a movie theater where it's typically dark. <clears throat> and the devil met me there as I opened that door. That night I grabbed um, a firearm, wrote my letters, got prepared to say, that's it. Thank God I uh, fell asleep. Uh, my girlfriend came home at the time and I told her that experience and her response to me was, James, you have two decisions. You can either call your father and talk to him or I'm calling the cops on you and we're going to we're going to handle this in that way. I chose the cops. <clears throat> I did not want to hear my father say that I needed Jesus, that that was what was going to save my life. I had no desire for that. However, after falling asleep, I woke up a couple mornings later and I called my dad. Same scripted, um, same scripted conversation. How you doing, son? Only this time I told him, I'm not doing good, dad. And he said two words and I will never forget them. He said, I know. He said, I know. And I have known for a while that you have not been doing well. We had a conversation. I hung up with him. And speaking to who my dad is, I told him I was gonna to go to a mental hospital and take care of myself. And my dad said, pick me up at the airport in two hours. <laughs> Got on a plane, flew out to Colorado and gave me the option to come home with him, to come join influencers, to come trust God. And I told him, yeah, probably not. But I fell asleep yet again, and I woke up the next morning, and I looked at my dad and said, Dad, I'm coming home with you. There's no other choice for me. And I told him, Dad, if I don't go home with you, there's nothing else that's going to work if God doesn't work. It has to be him. Otherwise, I got nothing else. Here I am today. <laughs> God works. That's my relationship with my dad. All right, well, let's keep the story going. What, what happened? How, what, what happened? What happened? You come back to Bakersfield, and then you have an encounter with your heavenly father. So you get reconciled horizontally with your earthly father, and now let's talk about the vertical. Yeah, sure. Y'all have time, right? Babysitter's good? Everyone check? Yeah, uh, obviously, it's a long life to get to where I was at at that point, and conversation with Gary it took three hours to divulge everything in my life that brought me to the point of um, wanting to end my life and uh, after coming to journey for a week or two I, I dove in and you know when you have nothing else left and you make that decision that got it to you or nothing you you really try and dive in everywhere in every area you can and there was a week that we didn't have any journey activities. After I had gone for two weeks, I was going three to four times a week to different events, just trying to get everything I could because being left alone at any given point, I didn't know what the darkness was gonna come over me. And there was a week where we had nothing and I became a wreck. I mentally went back to where I was and tried to uh, use exercise to, to overcome that. 
And as I was exercising, I decided to turn on some gospel music um, as opposed to some pump-up jams. I figured I could do it. And um, during the song, there was, there was a break and just an instrumental. And I remember after being tired and weak in my knees from the weightlifting and everything, I fell to my knees and I just started praying. I said, God, this is it. I, I, I'm here for you. You've made me drop everything and follow you. And I don't know why, but God, use me, please, please use me. And uh, the song ended and I, I felt so enlightened. I ran up to my room and I grabbed my guitar and I just started playing a melody and I just continued to cry and pray and call out saying, God, I have nothing left, nothing left, please. Let me surrender to you and just use my story and touch me and make me whole with you. Because God, if you don't, there's nothing for me. And so on August 10th, I gave my life to the Lord and I've been walking in his light ever since. Darkness doesn't scare me anymore. And I am so blessed looking around this room there's so many of you that I've been in journey with and so many of you I may have known me as a child through church and my sister <laughs> over there in the corner. Love you, Kaylee. Uh, she hasn't heard this story yet. Sorry, I had to find out this way. <laughs> but um, so many of you, and as I watch that movie, man, I just think, how lucky am I that through the love of my father to come get me, I got surrounded by a bunch of brothers and men who play that critical role in my life as well. And there's not one of you in this place that I don't, I don't love wholeheartedly and wish the absolute best for you and know that God can provide it to you. So if you're struggling, it doesn't have to be suicide. It could be anything else. Finances, love, etc. Man, God is there. He, he never wasn't there. Open your eyes. <laughs> Accept him. Be there for him. Drop the mic on that. <laughs> All right, man. That's good. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you for sharing your story. That's good. Appreciate you. Man, God is God is in the business of doing miracles. I like how he said it. God can take a minute. So that's it. That's uh, what I got to speak on and what I had to say. I hope something resonated with you or if it didn't, that's okay. I know this episode is a little unconventional from what I normally do. However, I did want to inform everyone that Do Not Kill Yourself podcast is going to be taking on a bigger role. I feel as if um, I have been blessed with an opportunity to really impact um, and serve. So if you would like, I have started um, an Instagram, a Twitter I have plans to be starting a YouTube where I will upload the video from what you just heard, um, as well as I'm starting a Discord channel just for those who uh, need help, who can come together and help each other. Um, so the Instagram and the Twitter uh, handles are at DKY Podcast, real simple, the abbreviated Don't Kill Yourself Podcast, um, as well as uh, TikTok, that is on TikTok as well. So if Spotify is not for you, um, I plan to be sharing among these other platforms. And I just really hope to reach and connect as many people as possible. 
Um, even if you're not someone who's having these struggles actively, maybe you're someone who just wants to connect with people who are hurting and struggling and you want to be that person who someone can go to, which I commend you and I would pray that that's what you do because um, I have really noticed that the world is hurting and can use people to just love on people as we all go through these hard times. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, share this podcast with whoever you think needs it. Um, it could be one sentence that is said or shared that resonates or, or awakens someone. So uh, with that, please, please, please do not kill yourself. Don't get down on yourself. Know that you are loved. You are cared for. Someone is here to listen to you. And additionally, um, I had to start a brand new email um, to kind of filter through because I don't want to miss anybody. So instead of my old email, jameslevans44 at gmail, which you can still use, I'll still try and get to you, but dkypodcast at gmail.com. Please reach out. Um, let me know what you're going through, what you need, what I can do for you. Um, yeah, I just, man, I love you. If you're listening to this, I, I love you. And I'm so glad that you have found this. And I, I just pray that, I pray that your mind can be changed if you really are in that dark up of place and you can really, you can really understand that you are cared for and you are meant to be on this earth. So with that, I'll, uh, I'll let y'all go. Thanks for listening.